Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For our Atlanta United, you heard him on the call with Mike Conti here on Dukes and Bell. And um, that particular call, take us through what you saw and what you think should have happened. It's such a close call when when you see the replay when you see it live I mean it's a bang bang play the the cutback from Almada and that ball it, it's just so hard to time that properly. Porata's on the back post and he's trying to hold his run. Defenders are trying to step out. It came down for me to Porata's right upper arm because remember the handball rule changed a couple of years ago. Used to be the top of the shoulder everything down if it hit that it's a handball now it's like more around the shirt sleeve like half of the upper arm roughly that you can play the ball with so that's your point that you're trying to draw a line to the back foot of one of the center backs from toronto and the angle that we saw is not straight on so it's it's almost impossible to tell with the naked eye because it's that close the AR put their flag up, and, and like I said on the full-time report, I think it's one of those situations that if it's called a goal on the field, I don't think the replay changes it. And with it being called offside on the field, I don't think the replay gives you enough. The only way you would know is the system that's in England that everybody gets mad about all the time right. because they use the Hawkeye technology that actually draws the line. Like they plot where the cameras are in every stadium, and it draws the lines, and it's a lot more accurate than our eyes are. And it will tell you if it is, you know, a, a quarter of a centimeter on or off. It'll, it'll get down to super detail that we just can't see with our eye. It's a close call. I'm not that bent out of shape about it because, I mean, it, it's a 50-50 call either way, in my opinion. So VAR technically got it right? Even though you said I don't the, think they the got English, it wrong. English systems yeah. would have been more thorough and would have given us a, a better angle, but the VAR is all we had to go with. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that I would like to know that I don't know, because we only saw the one angle on the broadcast, and I, I love what they're doing with the additional cameras with, with Apple TV. I love how it looks. We, it, we can see it better than we did before. Just the quality is better. It's great. But you don't have a camera right on line with that. So you're looking at it from an angle, and we only saw the one shot. I don't know if they had another angle. I don't know if they had a reverse angle. I don't know if the video assistant referee had something that we didn't see. And that's the only real question I have. But if you're just going with looking at it and judging it, I mean, I think it's on, but it's so close that I can't tell with the naked eye because it's not lined up. Jason Longshore, our guest. We're talking Atlanta United, guys. Uh, tough match over the weekend against Toronto. What about Rosetto, though? He scores his first goal for the club. Man, everybody, I think, is always talking about Mateo Rosetto, and he doesn't do enough going forward. He had three shots in this one. He forced a big save in the first half. Uh, all three shots on target. Gets the goal. Yeah, takes a couple deflections. I think the second deflection actually corrected the flight of the ball from where the first one took it off the flight. Um, he played well. 
You know, I mean, this is a guy who is one of the best passers in the league, and it's not just passing sideways or passing back. He's passing the ball forward. He had some big switches in this game. His long passing is is excellent. But like I said, coming into the season, if you can get all of that where he's been one of the best just pure holding, linking midfielders in the league, like an eight, a box-to-box midfielder, if you can keep him doing that and add six goals and assists a year, not six of each, but six goals plus assists, six goal contributions, if you can add that per year, then you're talking about one of the best two-way midfielders in the league. And, you know, he's got one on the board now. We'll see if he can continue to do that going forward. I know we've talked so much in the last couple of years. Uh, Darlington Nagby was a glue guy. We always come back. So this, this, you're talking about that kind of role? Yeah, we, we talked about that um, a few weeks ago, Mike. Like, I, I think, you know, when you look at Nagby at his best, he was getting you six goals and a, six mm-hmm. goals plus assists a year. That's really like the high end of, of what you're going to get out of Nagby, who is seen as the best in the league in that role. Hosechu is right there in terms of comparison. I think Hosechu's a better defender, personally. Uh, he's a little bigger, you know, a little more physical. He, he's a better defender. He's not quite as good in that final third. He's good at getting you into the final third. Right. But in the final third, around the final third, getting the assist, getting the goal, Nagby's just a little bit better. And, and that's really the difference. Let's talk about all the things that we did well, right? We dominated possession. Uh, we got shots on goal. Shots on target, our crosses, all the things we always talk about. But we didn't get the result. But you have to feel good about what you saw, right? Yeah, I think you do. I think you should feel really good about this team after the first 180 minutes we've seen because you've seen out of 180, what, about 30 or so with the front four that we expect to be starting most games this season with Yakimakis, with Etienne, with Almada, with Adarujo. That group's got to build some chemistry, and I think this week is a really big week on the training ground for those guys to just get to know movement of one another, get to know you know, kind of how players like to receive the ball. I thought Yakimaki's getting into Atlanta late Thursday night with the work visa in hand, jumping on the training pitch Friday. It's kind of a lighter session anyway. Jumping into the game on Saturday. Like physically, I think he's fine. You know, I, I don't know if he can go 90 yet, but I don't think he's all that far off. Um, I think it's more like the sharpness, you know, you just, you you lose that when you're not playing games regularly. So give him a little bit of time at the end. I think better and better each week in terms of, of creating things in the attacking third and, and going to talk about referees, the decision that Etienne didn't get a penalty. Mm. That's a little more of a, a question to me. I didn't think it was live seeing the replay. I, I thought, okay, maybe there is something here. They did look at it. It wasn't given eventually. But yeah. you get all those guys on the field together, and I think things get much better in the attack at solving what San Jose and Toronto have done. We've seen it over the years often. Teams come into the bins and either get an early goal or they walk in the door and they say, we're going to try to keep them off the board today, and we'll put nine guys, ten guys behind the ball if we have to, and you have to find a way to break that down. And again, one of the things I think we said last week going into this is uh, the goalkeeper for Toronto. We're talking about the uh, 1-1 draw. Could, should have been 2-1, but we already talked about replay. But Sean Johnson's a really good goalkeeper, isn't he? Yeah, best, best play he made wasn't even a save. I, I thought the best play that Johnson made was a cross from Lennon from the right side that Andrew Gutman's on the back post. 
he can he can put it in with his with his belly. He can put it in with his chest. He can put it in with his head. He's wide open on the back post, and Johnson somehow gets his right hand to it and knocks it over the crossbar. It was an amazing play. And you're talking about a guy who had 14 clean sheets last year, was with the U.S. Men's National Team at the World Cup, Brookwood High School graduate, Sean Johnson, you know, showing out back at home. Well, listen, we know about good attendance. Uh, Next up is Charlotte. And when you start talking about coming out and showing out for your city, Charlotte's done that. What about the club itself? What do we know, Jason? They haven't picked up a point in their first two. Um, kind of weird first two games. And, and look, it's been a weird preseason for Charlotte. And, and we, you know, we all know about the tragic passing of Anton Walks, and, and that's going to affect the team emotionally. There's just no way that it can't. So they lose the opener at home on a late, late goal, uh, kind of unexpectedly from Henry Kessler from New England. Then they have to go to St. Louis in the opener for St. Louis City in their new stadium, brand new team in the league. Charlotte got up first on a nice goal from their new signing up top, Enzo Capetti. But an own goal, a penalty, and then a big defensive mistake, passing the ball back, it's picked off in a goal. It, it's a weird way to lose. Right. Charlotte, I think, is still really connecting the dots from everything that has happened to them so far in 2023. They're going to be poised for a breakout. I don't know if it's this week. The good thing for Atlanta United, though, is Charlotte's at home. They're going to be hungry, and they're going to play. They're not going to put nine, ten guys behind the ball. Right. They're going to try to play. There's going to be space to operate in, and Atlanta has to take advantage of that. All right, man, so it should be a monster crowd. I know a lot of United fans will be going up 85 because, obviously, it's a big turn to a big rivalry, yeah. and that's what Tepper wanted, man, when they kind of threw it down when they came down. So, again, just to review, Yorgos Yakamakis off the bench again? I don't know. Maybe I don't starts. know. I'm Maybe not starts. ruling it out okay. to, to say that he doesn't start. Okay. Mm. Yes, please. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.